the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. All right, Backbone Radio. It's the second hour of the program. November 12, 2023. And uh, golly. Awful lot of these great groovy text to studio coming in, and uh, a lot of folks just really digging the show tonight, and I'm honored by that. And I just I wonder if I need to try to like lose my voice more often. <laughs> my voice was gone like two days ago, and now it's just a little bit, you know, gravelly, a little rough, round the edges kind of thing. And I do hope it can make it another hour or two. And Blake, if it doesn't make it, I'm handing it over to you, brother. And you're you're just gonna like let, I'm in. let it in. Here we unfurl. go. Let's okay. do this. Hey, right. How's it going there, Let's folks? Let's start now. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking off the cape, folks. Uh, I got, oh, he's I taking got a, off his pants. I got oh. a few I got a few more things to say. Uh but uh and I, I never did get to the uh my my take on the Tucker Carlson thing because we were just chatting with everybody out there in high IQ elite, super elite backbone country. And I'll be back to the phone lines here momentarily. But, uh, yeah, Tucker Carlson, the, the concept of him being the vice president for Trump was floated by Charlie Kirk two days ago on Saturday. And I saw that. And, see, I actually floated it about six months ago. You see, you know, backbone, we're talking like ahead of the curve, folks. I, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn. But like I say, if I don't toot my own horn, I'm worried that nobody else is going to do it. No one else will get around to it. Just kidding. But uh, I mentioned this uh, when we started talking about Trump's potential VP running mate, and uh, I, I mentioned, you know, hey, Tucker, Tucker should be on that list. That, that, something clicks in my head, Tucker. That, anyway, so Charlie Kirk throws that out uh, two days ago, and then yesterday. So I think somebody told Ch- Charlie Kirk, you know, hey, maybe mention this, float this out there. And then the next night, there comes Tucker Carlson at the UFC, the big thing, Madison Garden, walks out with Trump. Oh, grinning from ear to ear. Let's just hear it. Sean, that team is making his way into the building. One of the bigger mixed martial arts fans I know, President Donald Trump. Crowd goes berserk. For UFC Trump walks in. These UFC people, like I said, we got two title fights coming up at UFC 295 here. They're not these like docile propaganda imbibing. President Trump will be here to American citizens who are okay with losing their country. The no, no, no. That's not the UFC crowd. So they, it just went nuts. And then when, when Trump, you know, sat down, then they had him stand up again. Also in the building, 45, former President Donald Trump. Let us begin your pay-per-view festivities. It is such a unique phenomenon. You can have a president walk into one of these, like, MMA or... UFC fighting arena events, you know, with a packed house, the whole deal, and the crowd loves it. Could any other politician set foot anywhere in those kind of environments and get nothing but booed out of their, like, 
on their ear. See, this is the part of America that can't be controlled by the elites, that can't be controlled by the ruling class, by the people in power. And thank God we have these people. Thank God we have these people that can see through all of their crap and watch them in the beltway putting this country in their own wallets at our expense. We see it. And we're not going to, like, just sit around and roll over and, you know, just let this place go. You know, that's millions of us, millions upon millions of Americans and more waking up every day. The more they look at the massacre that Joe Biden has wreaked upon this country. Yes. Every day people are open. Oh, my gosh. Look, you know, I have to work three jobs now. Oh, how come we're having all these wars now? Oh, anyway, you get the idea. But. Tucker Carlson, I do think, is a, is a good idea. And like I've said, my political instincts are pretty much spot on with Tucker Carlson going back for a couple of decades. Like I said, I've read a couple of Tucker's books. One of them is called Ship of Fools. And like I said, you read Tucker's book and it looks like he just was transcribing Backbone Radio episode podcasts. Same, same instincts on putting America first and tired of the forever wars, Right. And the understanding of what the deep state is, an understanding of what the ruling class is, an understanding of the bankruptcy of the Republican Party establishment, you know, and the Bushes and the Romneys and the McCains and the rest of it. Tucker Carlson has been very forthright. And, you know, he's been investigating the pillar of establishment power narrative about January 6th. He's been skeptical about some things about the 2020 election. Not so pristine, says Tucker. And he did a whole show about Yay, voter fraud in Georgia. And he dialed that all in, and it has not been contradicted what Tucker Carlson Carlson dialed in. Tucker was one of the only voices, along with me, who was saying from the start on this Ukraine thing, no, this is stupid, don't do this Ukraine thing. Right? Um, I think Tucker, uh, I don't know what that does electorally, right? But he is by far, when he was at Fox, had the most popular cable news show by far by a magnitude compared to anybody else then fox fired him of course because they were uncomfortable that he was not in the establishment window that the murdochs wanted you know they want their desantis or they want their nikki haley or they want their glenn youngkin which the voters have no interest in any of those establishment strange retread types who spend all their time thinking about how they're going to spend money on other countries to make money for their military-industrial complex friends. That does not go over. This is not the time for that. But it's so funny how the big donors can't figure that out. They're living such isolated lives up there in their penthouses or whatever, in their gated communities. They have no pull. Like this UFC stuff, I mean, they have no idea. Like, where are these UFC people and MMA? Like, they have no idea. You know, or get out into the heartland a little bit, out where there's like some open space around it. They, they don't know what that even is. What, what is that? Right? But I like it. Tucker Carlson, I think, has immensely excellent political instincts that fit the moment right now. Okay? And he's been very courageous and he's been very authentic about who he is. And, you know, and he's been tested and vetted and attacked from every direction. He's had protesters try to bang in his door at his house and scared his wife several times. And again, yeah, he's been fired by the establishment time. By, by and this, I think if you're not a politician, boy, is that good. Because once you've run for office, once you've become 
a congressman or a senator or a governor or any of that stuff, your mind changes and you start thinking as a politician. You start talking as a politician. That's something Trump just does not do. He's just not a politician before he became president. Tucker Carlson, also not a politician. And it would be important for Tucker to not try to run as a politician. He could just do it in his own way. And that would fit with Trump because he's not a politician either. And people don't think of Trump as a politician. Isn't that interesting? But do you think of Chris Christie as a politician? Oh, heck yeah. Mike Pence? Oh, my gosh. Barf. <laughs> Mitt Romney? McCain? The Bushes? Youngkins? All those people. Nikki Hitler, they're just they, they talk like politicians, and that means that you have no connection with them. There's no authenticity with these people, yeah? So... The non-politician thing, they'll say, well, the VP needs to bring in a state. Well, who cares about that? I don't think Trump's going to need that kind of help, you know? Um, So maybe, uh, I don't know. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Tucker, does that excite you? Does that, nah? And I've had some people throw out, you know, Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson. I've heard people throw out Christy Nome. Um, Carrie Lake, but now she's running for Senate. Somebody mentioned Sarah Huckabee Sanders running for governor in Arkansas. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, obviously potential people, and I'm sure that they're just floating this trial balloon. I do think, I do see, and uh, Trump had said, this is what Charlie Kirk was saying, that, uh, yeah, he'd be open to uh, Tucker being his uh, running mate. And that's what, <clears throat> that's what uh, Charlie Kirk ran with, said, yeah, he'd be open to that. But I think Tucker should be open to it, too. And it would put Fox News in a terrible box. You know, you know how they, they dislike Trump, they despise Trump. But what are they going to do if Tucker's on the ticket, one of their guys for the last, what, 15, 20 years? What are they going to do if Tucker's on the Oh, Fox is in a box. Yeah, they really, they really are. And that's a big touche for Tucker to say, yeah, well, Fox fired me, but now I'm like vice president. <laughs> and by the way, America is dying. America's being taken over by the socialist, globalist, communist crowd. And like Tucker, like, hey, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity, America's dying. You can do something about it. Chance has given you a window maybe to do something about it. Go for it. What do you think? On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Yeah, Ringo Starr, It Don't Come Easy, Now Does It. That song went to number one in the early 70s. Each of the Beatles, after the Beatles broke up, has had a few number one hits. And this is Ringo's. All right, Blake, can we get a Ringo imitation out of you? Can we get at least one there? What do you want from me, huh? Yeah. What do you want? Good. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I wrote uh, Octopus's Garden and uh, all the hits there. <laughs> Yellow Submarine, that one too. At any rate, they wrote that one for Ringo because every so often Ringo would sulk and say he's not singing on enough songs, you know. And uh, by the way, those are the two songs by the Beatles, Octopus's Garden and Yellow Submarine. 
that I try not to ever get around them when they're being played because they stick in my head for about four years. And you don't like it when those songs are swirling around in your head now, do you? You know, earworm, that kind of thing. At any rate, yeah, <clears throat> we are going through this. Maybe Tucker VP, maybe not. I'm kind of curious if people have any thoughts on that. Yeah, we're looking right through the primary. I mean, come on, give me a break. The uh, GOP, time to unify around Trump, the frontrunner, undisputed, ahead of Biden in the polls. Ahead of Biden in the RCP political polling average, ahead in five of the six swing states. So, I mean, what's the point here? Maybe Rana could go somewhere else and do something else. We could get someone else in there. Catherine Engelbrecht. That's, that's who it is. Catherine Engelbrecht, I think, is the one who'd be great at the RNC. Somebody texted me that uh, for uh, throat issues, which I'm not having. I'm having just a voice. My voice is a little rough tonight. Says Slippery Elm Bark is great for uh, this kind of thing. And uh, Slippery Elm Ulmus Rubra is a tree native to the central and eastern United States and Ontario, Canada. The inner bark of the tree has been used as a remedy for many common ailments, <laughs> like fevers, wounds, and sore throats. No, no fever yet here, just, you know, just, just the gravelly. Boy, I, I better take some slippery elm bark. When I first read that, I thought that was slippery elk bark, but elm bark. Anyway, noted. Thank you for the tip there. And let's be saying uh, howdy to Jack on the Evergreen Estate this evening. Welcome aboard, um, sir. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on my way to Evergreen. You got that right. Okay. Yeah. On the road. I, uh, King of the road. You seemed a little perplexed as to how it was possible that HH was defeated. And uh, yeah, I, I feel I feel obligated to tell you my I voted 536 times. Jack, I mean, in Wyoming well, or in Colorado? In Colorado, I, Good I job. vote in both both states. But well, they, uh, well, that's the, that's the Democrat way, isn't it? Okay, well, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're a Democrat at heart. I can tell, Jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, waiting patiently for what kind of shenanigans takes place when Alina Haba files her motion for a directed verdict on this fraud case in New York. and Yeah, she's quite an attorney. I mean, that's that New York case that they're that complete sham fascism. They, they're going after well, they, uh, Trump on all that. Yeah. Well, but I just I just can't imagine what they might do with this with this motion for the directed verdict. I mean, they, they have absolutely no ev- they, they have no reason whatsoever. I mean, I haven't read her brief, but but they have nothing. They have nothing. Oh, no, no. Ru- everyone knows it. They just make up but, stuff and throw but, it out there. I, I, By the I way, the Judge Ingeron, Jack, Judge Ingeron, yeah. apparently yeah. he's like taking selfies shirtless and he's like trying yeah. to flex his. And I was like, oh, where do they find these people? What What is the matter with this is the judge who like telling Trump to shut up and telling the uh, Hababa. What's her name? Alina Hababa telling Trump's attorneys yeah. to, to shut up and everything. Anyway. If, and he's got, he's the selfie guy. That's great to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's taking his retirement photograph. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, but I can't wait freaks. to see. I I can't wait to see what they do with that. I just can't wait to see how long it takes and what they do with it. Because it, I imagine it's it's filed with the appellate division above his 
it's at state court anyway, but I mean, I'm sure that the Bellevue yeah. Division is probably in the, it's probably in the same building, the next floor up. Well, but you know, they'll. My hunch is they're probably going to try to they're going to get some convictions and they're just going to run that racket through the system and it's going to be a talking point for the mainstream media and the American people look at that and say, man, you guys are so pathetic and so dirty and cheap and shabby and anti-democracy and you know, but they're going to keep running with even though it backfires on them, but um, they have one thin thread of hope. They say. Some poll data says that, well, if Trump is convicted of something, then his polls go down just a little bit. So, yeah, okay. So they're going to they're yeah. try to go for that. Oh, well. But no one well, buys I, it. I don't buy there's, it. There's no basis for a conviction. That's the reason she's filing yeah. the motion. I mean, there's nothing. There's no there. To, to uh, quote uh, Gertrude Stein, there's no there there. Absolutely isn't. Was she nothing the there. one who said that, Gertrude Stein? Hmm. Yeah, and rose is a rose, it's a rose, it's a rose. I can give you 20 more if you got the time. Gertrude Stein, yeah, yeah. hanging out yeah. there with Hemingway in Paris. If you ever read yeah, sure. a, a Movable Feast, which is a kind of a memoirish book by Hemingway, his, uh, his chapter on Gertrude Stein is quite fascinating. No, I didn't read it. Oh, you should read that. And, uh, you should go read that tonight, Jack, when you get to your palace I've, in Evergreen. I've read most everything on Hemingway, yeah. actually. Yeah, uh, but he, he walked was in, a, and I don't know how I remember yeah. this, but, you know, uh, I, I, I say I have an even more photographic memory than Boyle's. But Hemingway walks into Gertrude Stein's flat in Paris, and he walks and, and, in in the middle of a, an embarrassing domestic situation that Gertrude Stein was having with uh, her lover, which uh, happened yeah. to also be a woman. Alice and, B. Toklas. There you go. Oh, thank you, my man. I didn't get that one. And anyway, somehow yeah. I've never forgotten that. Anyway, <laughs> Gertrude. Little different yeah. than Aunt Gertrude from uh, the Andy Griffith show. Different, uh, different Gertrude. Yeah, no, there. but she was quite the intellect, but she was a despicable person. Well, but her, that, her but writing that's... was somehow, it, it was never my cup of tea, but, you know, she's regarded as a, as a master of, uh, you know, the literary genre. So Yeah, that's yeah. why Hemingway hung out with her to get some... But, you know, she, she wrote that play and, and about the two lesbians and everything they did that day was gay. I've told you this one before. Gay, everything was gay. Well, that's where the word gay came from. I mean, it, from it was Gertrude in, Stein? In her, from her writing, absolutely. I yeah. did not know this. Well, she and Toklas were, were lesbian lovers. Well, I, you know, I knew that, but I didn't know that... That they was smoke marijuana. The, the, they okay. smoke marijuana all the time, and that's where the, the, the term "toking" comes from. Are you kidding me? I did not know. I'm this. not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. That's exactly where it comes from. No way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Jack, I, I read stuff. a little too. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you do. Oh. And you okay, make a point of keeping that up, sir. And uh, that that was our Gertrude Stein installment for the night. And uh, Marilyn <laughs> in Denver. Hello, Marilyn. Glad you're here. I am so glad I made it on the phone. I got through your Secret Service phone filter. Yeah, guy. yeah, that would be Blake back there. He's in love. Uh, Blake, yeah, he's kind of he's tough. Kind of a unique. Oh no, unique no, man. Blake is very inviting, very inviting, very wonderful. <laughs> he loves it when people call in. So any anybody Keep call calling, folks. Yes, anytime. Call in, folks. Yeah, you gotta listen to the guy try and interview you to get online with Matt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the first thing that I thought of when I turned on the radio and you came on with that song from the Shins, I thought, yeah, that's a great song. And then I went, Matt, music man, you don't know about Shazam? Um. Oh, yeah. I, 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 Put it 
on your phone. I don't like to put apps on my phone. Is that a weird thing? I'm kind of an anti-app guy. I get you. Yeah. I get you. I get you. But I tell you what. If you pick up a lyric, you can go to lyrics.com if you, you know, if you pick up a lyric and punch it in. Exactly. Shazam, I do that all, yeah. Yeah. But Shazam, I just flick it on, two seconds, there it is. You're right. So it's awesome. But, it's awesome. But you know what? Tucker, what about Vivek? Why am I getting the commercial? I win oh, it all well, oh, well, wait. H- hang on. Marilyn, you can't leave yet. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have this, this little brief break and on hold... And we're going to let this unfurl when we come back. It's Backbone Radio. You know why they say that blues and politics go together? It's because if you're crying about politics, then you darn sure got the blues. That's why we bring them together every Saturday morning on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. Make sure you tune in with great newsmaker conversations, your calls, the best bumper music known to man, and more. Jimmy Sagenberger, Saturday mornings from 6 to 9 on News Talk 710 KNUS. Listen to podcast of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710KNUS.com. Coming in with a George song here, but this one doesn't have the vocal to it. I laid this down once as a Backbone promotional piece. Believe it or not, on some of my... Some Harrison album I have, I have the uh, all-instrumental version of this song, What Is Life? What is La Vida, anyway? Somebody tell me. At any rate, Backbone Radio, Matt Dunn here, 303-696-1971. Back to talk to Marilyn in just one second. I had to clarify one little thing. I was talking about Aunt Gertrude on the Andy Griffith Show as we were talking about Gertrude Stein of Paris and Hemingway era with Caller Jack. And I said Aunt Gertrude on Andy Griffith Show, but of course, everyone knows it's Aunt B, Aunt Beatrice, I assume, on the Andy Griffith Show. I was thinking of Aunt Gertrude in the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys, you know, because Fenton Hardy, the dad of the Hardy Boys, his sister is Gertrude. Hardy, and she's always there making sandwiches for the boys, Joe and Frank, when they're out there, you know, solving mysteries and looking for clues. And I read all those Hardy Boys books as a kid, and I've been reading some of those to my own kids, and they still like them. They're still, they're still good. Anyway, the text to studio, Martha. Thank you, Martha. That's the Beatles song, Martha, my dear. Thank you, Martha. Martha, my dear. Very good, Blake. Very good. I would sing too, but not tonight with the vocal scenario. Anyway, uh, so a Hardy Boys miscue and the text to studio, again, keep your host right on track. If it weren't for the cold medicine, that never would have happened, I assure you. That's my excuse. I'm sticking to it. And Marilyn, sorry for the interruption and the time management last uh, segment. Nope. No problem. I'll just blame it on Blake. I got hung up on Gertrude Stein. Sorry. But but yeah, Shazam is a that's a key app to get. But I'm always I'm one of those people distrustful of apps on my phone. I I know I should not be. Well, you know, listen, and I am I am one of those. I you know, like this T E M U play thing that's on uh, the computer now, which sells just about everything in the kitchen sink and everybody's signing up on that app. That's a Chinese app. Ooh. That is a 
an app that you should not have on your phone at all. Ah. Uh, the T-E-M-U, everybody's buying all kinds of piddly wittly weird stuff on. Anyway. Um, and I do not uh, let my kids do TikTok, another Chinese thing absolutely. there. Do you, know, do, you know, do you remember that uh, President Trump was not allowing TikTok into the country? And that was the first time I ever heard of this. What's TikTok? And, and Trump doesn't like it, but he says it's Chinese. No, it's not coming in. He was the first to mention it. And he said no first to TikTok. To yeah. And he said no to TikTok. No. So the guy's been more Smart. right than wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. A couple of things. Yes. Uh, a request. Yes. From Blake. The Bodines. The Bodines? The Bodines. Yeah. The Irish mm-hmm. band. Yes. Okay, what? Bo, Bo, Bo Dean's the Irish uh, folk band? No, 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 Matt, Matt. Oh, Matt. I'm whiffing it here. Okay, who are the Bo Deans? Blake. Blake? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> the Bo Deans. The Bo Deans. The Let Bo, me look it up. The Bo Deans. The Bo Deans. Their top hit. You're going to know it, Matt. You're going to go, uh-oh. Kind of like the Shins, but not. Um, oh. Really had their heyday in the 90s. And then they came back with one song in the early 200s, but uh, it was because of a commercial. Great music. Great, great, great music. I just looked them up. They're from Waukesha, Wisconsin. They're definitely not Irish. You nailed it. They're definitely not Irish, though. They're a great band. A great, great band. Just play one of their top ones, and you'll you'll know it. Anyway, getting back to Put that in your file, if you would, in your big file back there. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, here's, oh, here's Bodine's. Man, that was fast. Good things. He put it in his file, and then he put it on air. So this is, is this them, Marilyn? Yeah, it is, but it's not one of their top hits. Oh, Blake, Blake, all right, enough oh, of that it one. Is. Wait a oh. minute, the intro. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Gosh. Yep. Now everybody's messing with me, huh? There you go. Yeah, okay. I like it. Actually, did they tour with you two once? Do I remember that? Yeah, they were here in Denver. With you two? Uh, don't remember Denver. I remember them down. They played outdoors downtown. Okay, well, all right, all right. Good for that. And, and we don't want to steal your thunder on other points that okay. you wanted to make, Miss Marilyn. Okay. Thank you so for let's that. Let's get back to politics. So, 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 Tucker has been listening to you. He's been channeling you, and you haven't even known it. The guy, I'm not quite sure he could be VP, but I think he could definitely be press secretary. Mm. Uh, what do you think about Vivek? Uh, for for VP? Well, I mean... Or for press... I, I think, I like Vivek for um, maybe, like, deep state commissar to, like, uh, get rid of all of the agencies... <laughs> And all of that, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't see. And I see Vivek. Boy, that would be an interesting press secretary there. As oh, the caller said last hour, I, I see mm-hmm. Tucker as more VP material. Like get get him in policy, get him in action, get him uh, yeah. doing stuff. Well, you know what you know what Trump needs to do. He really needs to surround himself with people he can trust. That's what killed him in the in the um, in his first run, and he really didn't listen. I keep on thinking about it because when. When all of the uh, COVID hit, yep. uh, you know, I was diagnosed. And so I was really worried about getting into the hospital, getting treatment and all that in L.A. 
And I got to tell you, I was listening to a lot of different doctors. I was listening to Dr. Zelensky. I was listening to Pierre Corey. I was listening to a lot of doctors out there. And I'm like, why isn't Trump listening to doctors that see patients? Why is he listening to the beehive lady and Fauci? What is going on here? And I think Deep State was really controlling that whole thing. And they wanted they wanted Big Pharma to come up with a vaccine. And the whole the whole killer about this is I truly believed and I started taking I started taking the protocol of Dr. Zelensky's. I don't know if you know about him. Um, um but n- no. He, but uh, oh, Zelensky is the uh, the Ukraine little kleptocrat dictator guy who keeps calling off elections. Different Zelensky. Yeah, oh yeah, great. Different Z- Zelensky. Not the short little guy who wears the green fatigues at Hollywood events and stuff. Different Zelensky. No. Okay. No. And un- unfortunately, Dr. Zelensky died of heart cancer of all things. Oh my so, gosh! Sorry yeah. to hear that. But what he okay. he was treating he was treating this neighborhood in Brooklyn, a whole it's a, really a Jewish sect that lives in, um, in this uh, ghetto, literally of Brooklyn. And he was noticing that all of these Jews were kind of coming down and getting sick with the same chronic, chronic, chronic. And he's like, okay, I'm going to treat it with zinc. I'm going to treat it with ivermectin. I'm going to treat it with um, uh, vitamin C. And, um, oh, God, what was the other? Oh, what was the other? What was the other? I can't think of it right now. It was a protocol. It was a protocol. Well, Dr. Pierre Corey who was outside of Chicago, I think, he was coming up with the same kind of thing. They started talking. Another doctor from L.A. who literally got threatened to take have his medical license taken away if he didn't shut up. Two doctors yeah. said no. Well, just, you know, so. looking back on COVID, you know, right when that first came out, my, my instinct was, okay, this came out of that, uh, that Wuhan Institute for Virology, and you're not allowed mm-hmm. to say that out loud, or you get your Twitter and your Facebook accounts canceled, I was able to say it here at Backbone Radio and said, you know, it came out of the lab. And remember, I was saying, you know, Trump has the golden economy. He has peace around the world. To beat Trump in 2020, they're going to have to destroy his economy and they're going to have to find some way, you know, to undermine everything. And suddenly COVID pops up. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They they did it. And when I when I was in L.A., I didn't hear you say that because I was in L.A., but. I, uh, my um, oncologist said, hey, if you don't get vaccinated, I'm not going to treat you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Healthcare was vicious. And, oh, it vicious. was. I mean, I saw it at, at its worst. But I said, and as a dentist, I could not work if I did not get vaccinated. Oh, Did you know yeah. that? You know, oh, those of I us in the healthcare that. professions, doctors, dentists, nurses, the rest of it, to, to show up at work, we had to be vaccinated. And Jared Polis that was his idea. That was not Trump's idea. And was so, there two of those? Did you get only two? Only two. Okay. Yes. Because there is no boosters there is for me. A group of doctors. By the way, Tucker uh, Carlson what? never got vaccinated. Did you know that? Oh yeah, I knew that. Tucker Carlson There's was on some event talking to. It was Asa Hutchinson. I think he was talking yeah. to at a, at a voter forum for the Republican uh, dwarves, and. Asa threw that back in his face. How many times have you been vaccinated, Tucker? And he's like, none. And I thought, interesting. I, I think yeah. you can trust Tucker. Do you, do you have a trust of him? What do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the guy's been around the block with his dad and his dad's history. He grew up in this. He grew up knowing the politics, the yes. media, 
the understanding of what how the system works, and I think he can smell them a mile away. I think he can really, really yes. say, yeah. So I agree. I just liked the Vec, and I liked I liked his take. I think he's like um, he's good. He's just a good guy. He is, and uh, also a not not a politician, which I think right, exactly. to me is a credential. Yes, I agree. Tired I totally of these politicians, agree. Marilyn. You are amazing. Stay close with us, if you would. Thank you. Be right back. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. Yeah, you got to like this one. That's one of the McCartney solo effort songs. Actually, what's the name of this one? I should know the name of it. Uncle something or other. Admiral Halsey Uncle Albert. There you go. Yeah. And so last week we played so much John Lennon, the new Beatles song called Now and Then. Yeah, Now and Then. It was so John Lennon focused, I thought I would make up for it by playing a Ringo song. And a George song, and a Paul song here in hour two of tonight's Backbone Radio. And I do keep needing to remember to tell myself that, yes, I've started up a brand new dental practice. It's terribly exciting. It's a very mindful, very wonderful new facility with some great friends of mine I've known for a couple of decades. Just having a ball. It's in Centennial, 303-225-7575. You're invited, just so you know. And getting a bunch of texts about the doctor. It wasn't Zelensky. It was Zelenko, apparently. And somebody uh, said that, uh, hey, Matt, that woman you were just talking to has really done a lot of great research. And Zelenko has, yeah, vitamin C, vitamin D3, quercetin, zinc, Z-stack. Anyway, that's, that's the kind of stuff where I have looked into all of that stuff, but... <clears throat> It was hard for me, even though I am in the healthcare field, to get to the bottom of these equations on the the health scenarios. But I, I will say that, you know, for the extent that my advice matters, is that uh, boosters, not interested in any boosters and not really recommending that. Uh, is, you know, but I, I don't feel like I have the credentials to do it. You know, in healthcare, you feel like you need to have the credentialing, but maybe that was something that backfired on, you know, people kind of started looking at doctors as, Something different during that whole uh, COVID scenario, did they not? That really was a mess, and that that was not a good look for the health healthcare professions. At any rate, uh, let's let's uh, Ryan in Aurora has been hanging on, and thank you for sticking it out, sir, and welcome aboard. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? Hey, doing fine. Glad you're here. I'm glad you're still here as well. Right Appreciate on. Appreciate your show very much. Honored to hear that. Now, and- Go ahead. The reason why I'm calling is because I have, well, very little faith in our election system, and our lovely Secretary of State never ceases to amaze me. When yeah. I went to go vote, when I went to go vote this time around in person, as we all should, I realized that the temporary cameras 
that are installed for the you know 24-hour video monitoring was on the roof, and it actually had zero angle on the box. Huh. So what's the point in putting that camera up there if it wasn't to monitor the box? Huh. And you're talking about now, it was at Smoky Hill? You mean like the high school? No, the oh. the library. It's in Centennial, but it's on Smoky ah, Hill Road. Got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're just not trusting of uh, right. so, of the election so when results. I, when and, I asked a couple of the uh, election security gentlemen who were on the way up to the box, I said, hey, what's with the camera? You know, And one of them looked at me like, whatever, shut up. There's 24-hour cameras right here. And I said, well, those are for the library. So who's running the library's cameras? Are they monitored? Are they on? And he looked at me like I was crazy. The other one looked at me and he said, you bring up an excellent point. Follow up on that. I'll ask my superiors, but you need to follow up on that. Hmm. Now, when I spoke to another person from the library, or not from the library, but of the elections, you know, I said, uh, who's in the library? Nobody. The library was closed that day for that election services, right? So nobody's in the library, but the elections have access in the library. So who's to say they couldn't get in there and mess with it? Well... You know, and I'll tell you what, you know, the, the, the trust, trust in the elections is one of those things that, man, is that a no-go zone for people on the radio to talk about and on TV. But it seems like oh, it's yeah? coming back. It, but it, no, it's just, it was like, I just think rational people should be able to discuss this and debate this and wonder about it. And my gut instincts are to be very distrusting. I just am. Well, and I can't help that. And I just have this data right here. From Rasmussen reports, 62% of voters think cheating affected the 2020 election. 66% of voters are concerned that cheating will affect the 2024 election. And this is uh, Jeff Carlson over, uh, oh, uh, what's his publication? Um, but he, he's saying that why is the GOP so silent on this issue when you have a majority of the American people worried about cheating in the elections? And, uh, you know, that. I wish I could say more about that. I do. Um, but I've, I've chosen not to go there too much. But I think it, to get some of your, you know, anecdotal, what you're describing here is, is also helpful to factor in, Ryan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this next round we need to uh, be soldiers of, of uh, you know, uh, well, just citizens that actually care for our country, truly not soldiers of anything other than freedom. Right. And in, when, in sense, you know, the establishment the voices go, tell you that you must believe them and you must trust them, that's when, <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, nah. Of yeah, course. Of yeah. course I do. Right. Uh-huh. Um, that brings up my other point. Um, the Secretary of State. Griswold. That, Jenna Griswold. Yes. Lovely Jenna Griswold. The, the lady, she has a mandate that she has to report uh, any rules or changes to the rules of, of you know, the state. For every regulation, she has control on anything that's going to get changed to rules to post it for the public so they can review it. And if they have any questions, comments, or concerns, to do so, right? Mm-hmm. Within a small window before they go forward with the rules. But back in, in the COVID era, I was really just trying to catch up and see what was going on there. So I signed up for uh, email notifications on all variety of topics that I cared about. And... I got zero reports 
for the longest time and then dumped all in the middle of October all these things that I should know about, I was requesting to know about. And it was too late. No recourse, right? Yeah, too late. There you go. Also too late when they did show the the link to follow up with, with what rule had changed. Oh, by the way, sorry, we're having trouble finding that site. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, and as we come here to the, the end of this hour, I'll just say it's rational to be a certain level of distrusting of the 2020 election. And it's even more so when you realize this, you're not allowed to even talk about that and you understand what a pillar of establishment that power is, along with the January 6th narrative, okay, which sort of replaced the Russia hoax, you know, and then you've got the, this, the establishment pushes have been for these things. It just, it just makes you wonder, Ryan. And so uh, anyway, but thank you for your for your reporting on that. And uh, let's be keeping in close touch on that. And Dave in Centennial. Dave, welcome. Glad you're here. Hey, Doc. I just want to give you a heads up on uh, good old Tucker. Yeah. You uh, if you Google Suleimani, the guy that uh, our wonderful President Trump fried up in the parking yeah, lot of the, the Iranian there. head of the uh, Quds forces, I believe. Yeah. Yes. If you Google that, you will see Tucker squealing like a little girl that night on TV, asking all of these people, ex-military types, Trump uh, officials coming on there saying, we're not going to go into World War Three, are we? Please tell me this is going to cause World War Three. This is the biggest mistake God ever made. And you bring up a good I mean, point, Dave, and that Tuck, Tucker has had a few, you know, very critical things to be saying about Trump over the years, which, frankly, doesn't bother me that much. And this is maybe one example of them. But are you skeptical of the Tucker potential as VP? Well, it's the same scenario that they're talking about having Kennedy as a running mate. They're all liberals at heart. He worked for CNN, MSNBC. There's no way. No way. So so you say no Tucker on that, Dave? No Tucker, no Kennedy. Okay, okay. Or conservative. Right on. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.